Father, we thank you and bless you uh, for this word this evening. And Lord God, we open ourselves up to you that we may hear from you. Thank you, Lord, for what you're about to reveal to us in this time. And we bless you for everything that you have done so far. Thank you for your protection, your wisdom, your guidance, and your understanding that you have given us. And, Father, we want to say to you with all our heart that we love you and we just uh, welcome you with us uh, this evening as we uh, uh, study and uh, have you impartate to us this, this evening. So we thank you for it and we bless you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to start off by telling y'all something that I've done. And um, I just need y'all just to follow me as I as I go and I explain uh, this. And God has, of course, he always have a point for what he wants to reveal to us and share with us. Uh, the other night, I went uh, into my mansion, and, and you know, Reverend have talked about that, you know, that uh, we can go into our prayer mansion uh, and, and meet and talk with God at any given time, you know, how God has set that up. And um, if uh, that sounds new to you or if doesn't, you know, if that doesn't, uh, uh, if you don't understand that, that that's fine. Uh, we have done teachings on that, so, and uh, I guess in the future we're going to go into more detail about that as well. Well, anyway, while I was there, um, uh, I uh, believe that the conversation that I had with the Lord, it really caused uh, me to think. And um, uh, and the conversation was this, and he says, uh, I believe he says to me, he says, you know, I am the Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end, which is in Revelations 22, uh, one through, I think it's 1 through 3. Well, no, 23, I'm sorry, 22, 13. <clears throat> so um, let me turn it real quick. And if you look at 12, it says, And behold, I'll come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according to his works, excuse me, shall be. That's what he says. And then he says, and when I, what he told me, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the first and the last, the first and the last. So, uh, as I talked to the Lord about this, I asked him, I said, Lord, okay, you're the first and the last. I said, I know this. Uh, what is it that that you're trying to convey to me that I that I am lacking understanding of? So since then, up until this point now, I've been uh, meditating on that uh, first and last, first and last. First and last, first and last, first and last. So, um, what well, he is saying that he is the beginning 
of everything, and he's also the end of everything. Now, I need y'all to hear me closely when I'm about to say. So, if he's the beginning of everything and the end of everything, that means in order for us to begin something in our life or in order for us to end something in our life, we have to go to God. Let me say that again. In order for us to begin something in our life, and in order for us to end something in our life, we're going to have to go to God. If we don't go to God to begin it or to end it, uh, two things will happen. Uh, one thing that will happen is Second uh, Timothy one seven, and which which says this: For God has not given us a spirit of fear. So that's one thing that will manifest. We will be fearful of the new and fearful of the past. All right? We'll be fearful of the new and fearful of the past. Well, so when we don't begin with God to move forward and we don't have God to end our past, um, then we are what I call we are stuck in what I call a a hole. You see, in other words, we we start feeling that we are just coexisting. We you know where uh, um, problems uh, become uh, greater when you feel as though the problems become greater than you. When you start going through. Uh, um, uh, I want to call social issues, uh, where we start feeling, <coughs> excuse me, that we have been, um, we just stuck, we can't move, we don't have no direction, we can't see right or left, it's just we're living, what I want to say, in a cloud, and we're just existing, and we feel as though that nothing is moving forward, and then um, you're in a place where uh, you know you have left some things behind, but because we're operating or we have we're operating in the spirit of fear, we did not deal with the things uh correctly, what we have what we are fearing will come and invade our future. And I what I mean by that is that whatever we have been afraid of uh, in the past, whatever we move forward, uh, that thing that 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 we are fearful of is going to come and invade. You heard the word that I said, invade our future. In other words, is going to create the wrong type of mindset and the wrong. Uh, uh, you're going to be looking through something with. Uh, I want to say uh, the wrong glasses. Now we now you know we we wear glasses that we can see clearly that we can read or whatever we need glasses for whatever that we can see. In other words, so when we see clearly or something that means we can understand what we're reading, what we're seeing. Well, when that fear comes around and clouds it, that means we can't see it. We can't understand it, you know, uh, and that way 
the fear has come in to affect uh, our judgment, the way we move, the way we think. Uh, it alters and gives us a false reading of what we think we should be, but in all reality, it is not what it seems or not where it appears to be. Have we ever been in a situation where we thought something was a certain way, then when we actually got there and dealt with it, it's altogether different than what you think? Well, I know I have uh, plenty of times, and um, I realize uh, that's, that fear, I know now, I didn't realize back then, but I know now that fear, <coughs> excuse me, moving forward to affect uh, my future. Well, anyway, as I was meditating on that, God's beginning and the end, um, he gave me Second Timothy again, one seven. for God has not given us a spirit of fear. And we realize fear is a spirit that, that sends a course of destruction in your life. Let me say that again. Uh, uh, fear is a spirit that sets a course of destruction in your life. Then he says, <clears throat> and there he says, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Okay, power, love, and, and of a sound mind. Now, whenever we move forward, these are the three things that we need from God in order for us to move forward. I'm going to let y'all pause on that a little bit. These are the three things that we need to move forward. We need the power of God, we need the love of God, and we need the mind of God. We need the power of God, we need the love of God, and we need the mind of God. So what does that tell me? That says that whenever we move forward, we have to pray and meditate and seek after God first before we move. That's why that, that scripture in Philippians says, Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known. <clears throat> so every move that you make should be a move of, of production and to move you forward. But if you move forward without having these three keys, that means the spirit of fear can come in and operate and cloud your judgment, your thought, and then affect every area of your life. And here's the thing. It will enhance a negative situation in your life. Did y'all hear what I just said? It will enhance a negative situation in your life. So going through all this, I been I said wow I said Lord I said you know I you know wow this it had really uh, struck me so he says to me with this he says it's not only important to pray to move on but it's just as important to pray to close your prior situation your past things that affect your life. He said, because if you don't pray to do that, and he says, let me give, and what came up was another scripture. It's in Mark 22, 
and it talks about pouring new wine into old wine skin. So when we don't close the old wine that we have been dealing with, that we have been drinking, that we have been 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 subject to, when we don't close that through God, that means we are carrying and we are allowing the old baggage and all the the, the insecurities and, and 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 everything that comes with it to move into our new season. This is why we get caught up. This is why we get held up in some things. You, you're trying to figure out why, you know, things ain't moving, why things ain't going. Did you close your past or the things that you had done? Did you close it in prayer with God? Did you shut it down? He says, I am the beginning and the end. That means that he will take care of the end. Now, let me give you an example of that as well. In John 19, 28, 30, Jesus says, it's finished. When he drank a little of that vinegar, he said, it's finished, it's done. So what he had did was, the, the life that he had lived, the the, the 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 issues that he had went through, the 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 struggling that he had been through, and going to the cross, all of that, all of that, he went to the Father. He said, "Father, finish. It's done." So he acknowledged God to close the season that he had left, so he can move on. Had you told or mentioned to God? That your past is finished. It's done. It's nothing else that you can do. But your past still have power. Listen. <clears throat> your past still have power to affect your future. And what is it what what is being used to affect that power your future is fear. So what the what, what the enemy is doing is because you haven't closed it through prayer. You haven't asked God to shut the things down, that you are finished with that, that it's complete. It's, now, let me ask you something. Now, I've, I've thought about this, and I want you to think about it. When, whenever you say to yourself, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm finished with this. It, it's done. I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm complete. What does that mean? So you have made a statement that everything, when you say that, that means everything that's related to that thing that you have no, that, 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 that uh, it has no burden over you. So if you don't end it, you can't move on. You see? So there are things that's still coming up in our life that you haven't had the Father to end it or to close it. So what's happening, Romans 12, 2. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me turn there real quick. Romans 12, 2. I hope you are getting this. Which we all know the scripture, but I'm going to read one. It says, I beseech ye, therefore, brethren, 
by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy. Hear the word holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. There is no way that you can do that with a clouded judgment. That's why the scripture brings us down into this part, too. It says, and be not conformed to this what world. But it says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable perfect will of God. Perfect will of God. Well, when you're living in fear, or when fear has come has come from behind you from your past and start dictating or operating in your future, right, what you have done, you have moved out of the perfect will of God. See, when you start praying for your future and you start thanking God for the new beginning that you're going into and that he has closed the old door behind you that that has, that, that that has done, if the enemy even thinks about trying to bring that up to you, you can always remind him that that season has been closed by God. Amen. That I don't have to live in that uh, 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 situation or mess anymore. In other words, you have been elevated to your new position. But, again, um, when that happens, you are operating out of the perfect will of God because you are moving forward. Hallelujah. So now, with that said, let me go back to Second Timothy. Praise God. Hallelujah. So with that said, we, we have to come to a point that within our lives, everything, everything that we do has to be orchestrated by the Alpha and Omega, the one that has the beginning and the one that has the end. Now, I'm thinking, you know, man, she, uh, you know my, my thought, I said, wow, I thought this was based on my life. But the Lord said, no, it's a, it's a little bit deeper than that. It's about every area and every situation that you go through in your life. And um, listen to this. In Second Timothy 2, 1, it says, Thou, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in, that is in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy 2, 1. Thou, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Jesus Christ. And the things that thou hast heard of me amongst many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So, your faithfulness God will bring you in a position to teach others also. So there is always a beginning and there's always an end. 
you see? So with every situation that you're going through, there is an element of teaching that you have to learn, praise God, that you have to learn so when you move on, the element that you have learned through that situation, you're able to bring someone else out. Y'all heard me talk about this before. Well, what you're doing, you're coming against the element of fear, which is keeping them in captivity. So when you start teaching them certain things, you are teaching them the, the thing that has, uh, you're, you're teaching them and you're showing them that <clears throat> they can make it, they can get through it, you know, you, 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 can, you, can, you can win this. But see, you are pulling them out of the element of fear which has kept them in certain bondage. Now listen. Now it says, Thou therefore endure hardness. So there's going to be hardness that you're going to endure. You see? But see, if you endure it through Christ, Jesus, or if you do it through God, you know, you will have peace that pass all understanding. That means you'll be able to go through this without without any element of fear. You'll be able to walk through this thing with such power and conviction. And so what you're doing, you are moving in the perfect will of God. You are shutting down the, 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 the elements of what the enemy is trying to do to you. You are shutting that down, and you, you are moving forth in grace and in power and in the favor of God. Now, listen, that, it says, Therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. A good soldier of Jesus. So you, there's going to be some hardness. Don't fear it. You, you be, you, in other words, the hardness is to strengthen you, is to know who you are, is to give you your ability, and is to show you, how can I put it? The hardness is to show you whom you are in Christ and who you belong to. Amen. And then it says, no man wars entangle himself. With the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. So, in other words, you are beyond every situation or everything that's going on that brings any negative thing that's in your life. You are beyond that, you are over that. That has no, no bearings on you. If the situation that you're dealing with right now is there uh, because of the element of uh, power you get it. Oh, man. It's there because of the, out, the element of power that you get it. You can come out of any situation, anything. You can come out of anything, but you got to remember: it's, it, you know, it only lasts as long as you keep it there until you close it by God, with God, for God, 
until you close it, then it's, it's hard. It will be almost impossible for you to move forward because you can't move forward with a hazy eyes or a, 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 when you just in, in a fog. You, you see? Now, I've said that before. Now, the thing is, you can't be a soldier for Christ because you can't witness unto them that really needs you to do what needs to be done. So there's some things that me and Reverend have to go through. Hallelujah. There's some things that we're just going to have to do. And we, we understand that it's, it's not based on me and her, but it's based on her pulling you through. You see? I'm going to always be a soldier for Jesus. You know, I'm, and so is Reverend. You know, we, we're going to always be a soldier for Jesus. But in order for us to do that, we have to understand and grab revelation of the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And I'm going to tell you what I'm going to turn in. I'm going to close. Revelation 22:13. I'm going to look at that real quick, and um, I'm going to close. And I'm going to uh, set things up for us to have any questions or answers that, that we that we may have. It says, uh, 2212, I'm, I'm reading this again, and I read this before. It says, uh, let's look at 11. It says, he that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he that is filthy, let him be filthy, fil filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Behold, I've come quickly. And my reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be. Then it says, I am, God letting you know who he is. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. So when you leave a situation, he's the last one that you need to deal with to close that situation out so you can move forth. When you're moving into a situation, <clears throat> I'm not a situation, when you're moving forth, he's the first one you need to deal with in order for you to move forward. Because as you move forward, you're going to need the power, God's power, God's love, and you're going to need a sound mind. And you're going to need to stay away from the conformity, according to Romans 12, too. So you need to stay out of the conformity of men and bring yourself into the place where God can take you from your situation that you have been in and create a new thing for you. Amen. Uh, so I'm done. And um, let me hear uh, some of the things that you have uh, received from this. Uh, uh, Reverend? Yes, sir. Uh, can you stop the recording, please? Or better yet, go ahead and do your um, tithes and offerings.
Okay. Um, to give to New Life Christian Center Ministries tonight, of course, you can give uh, by uh, giving through the mobile app, uh, by texting NLCCMG, as in give, to 54244. Um, and you can go on the World Wide Web at newlifeccm.org and follow the, the links. 